0: All right, whilst you remain standing, we're going to take our text for this morning. And that's going to come from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4. We're going to read from verse 9 all the way to verse 12. We're going to read as one big family, as one big winning team. Amen. So as you read, I want you to read as loud as you can because this team in Grace Assembly is a winning team. Amen. I say, Amen. It's up on the screen. If you want to read from your own device, you can as well do so. But we're going to read Ecclesiastes chapter 4 from verse 9 to verse 12. Are we ready? At my count, one, two, go. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Verse 10, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion, but woe to him who is alone, when he falls for he has no one to help him up next verse again if they lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone verse 12 though one may be overpowered by another two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken amen Does someone really want to be in a winning team this morning? Does someone really know that a a loneliness is not a good thing? Amen. And so the writer of Ecclesiastes gives us a broader view of what we started off on Sunday. Talking about teaming up. We'll get to understand this morning that if we need to climb truly any success of ladder, any success that will take us to the zenith of where our minds really want to be, you will discover in life that you cannot climb a ladder without having someone to support you at the base. In fact, safety wise, you, cannot, you shouldn't climb a ladder without someone holding on to it. So depending on who you team up with to hold the ladder of your success, there are people who will pull you down as you go and there are people whose team you will belong to will hold you up until you get to that very destination having this understanding is a wholesomeness of what god wants to deliver to us as a church in this season that beyond what god is saying that you need to be also careful that we have to be amongst people who can help us accomplish that which the lord has to, for us to do and if god is saying he wants to settle us god is also saying there are people you need to to stay with there are people you need to collaborate with that will help you to get to that promised land. By the message of the Lord, God will show us his word in the mighty name of Jesus. I say by the message of the Lord, God will show us his word in the name of Jesus. And so this morning, I bring you the word of the Lord as we stay on the word for the season. I bring you the word titled the power of more. Praise the name of the Lord. The power of more. Amen. I wish I could say a prayer, but there's only th- one thing that comes to my mind, and it's only a song that puts, up, uh, puts us up above even everything that we've done. I'll put you in front, in front of my melody. You, you are all that matters. You are all that matters. You are all I'll make room for two, I'll make room for, for two, two, you and I, you and I, Jesus. You are all the matters, you are all the matters. Oh, yeah. yeah. seated in the presence of the lord god bless you amen turn to someone by your right and say there is power in more and turn to someone else and tell there is power in more now let me show you three things um depending in three different scenarios where god had to speak his word to some people in Scripture the very first god appeared to a man called adam do you remember the story and god said to adam and we have created adam that he may multiply he may do what be fruitful and do what again and replenish the earth do you remember that so did god tell abraham that yes or no now did abraham fulfill that word did he did he multiply did he was he fruitful did he replenish the earth very correct now, there was another man called Moses. The Bible says, and the Lord appeared to Moses and said, the children of Israel have been in captivity for a very long time. And he said, I have ordained you because you will be the one to deliver the children of Israel out of captivity in Egypt. Did the children of Israel successfully leave Egypt to the promised land? Did they do that? I need more response. Did they do that? Was that accomplished? Now, the Bible says again, God appeared again and said, Who shall we send and who shall go for us that he may die for the sins of the world? Do you know who we are talking about? And who was that person? Was that in itself accomplished or not? Now, the reason why I have brought these three is because you may have heard about Adam accomplishing the very fact that God said to him, You will multiply, you will increase, and you will replenish the earth. It may be you that the Lord is speaking to concerning an area of your life where he really wants to settle you. You may also be like Moses and God is giving you an assignment or it may be in your career, it may be in your business or whatsoever it is that God has spoken to you at this point in this season. You may be like Jesus, Jesus Bible says, and God said, you will die for the, the sins of the world. You will be crucified on that cross and you will save the whole world from their sin. But if you look at the very beginning of every time God meets us, there is an assignment he gives us. But he will not naturally all the time tell you that you will necessarily need to team up with anyone. You will find out in the course of that assignment that you cannot accomplish it alone without finding one or two people to accomplish that mission with you. Eve was the person that Adam had to team up with. Without Eve, was he able to accomplish that which the Lord said to him? Absolutely not. The Bible also talks about Moses. You hear about the story of Moses, but there was no, there could have not been any history about the children of Israel leaving Egypt to the Canaan land if there was not a man called Joshua in his life. What if he had teamed up with someone else who would have made a mess of the message, a mess of the purpose which the Lord gave him? Jesus in all his power, the Bible says he could not accomplish the mission by himself. He had to team up with a board of 12 disciples. And so the question is, in this race where God is taking us somewhere, who are you teaming up with? And it is important that we know. And that is why the word of the Lord is coming in this season, that in this journey of life, you you will need an Eve in your life. Someone here, we are not getting to where we want to get to because we do not have a Joshua to give what we have started. And some of us, we have done all this, but we do not have the 12 within us. We have seen men who own company only by themselves. They are CEO, which is good. And when it's time to do the records of the books of the company, they are also the, what, the accountants. And they come to realize that as an accountant, you have to audit your firm. They also become the world's auditors. And when they finish auditing, it comes to a point where they have to verify they are also the certified company. Everything by themselves. In the journey of life, you will see that as we go, it's become impossible to climb the ladder of success without having someone by the side. And that is why God is very deliberate. Everything sends any man on assignment you will find through scripture that it becomes impossible for the person to accomplish it by himself god will always raise people to help him out and the lord will raise people to help you out in the name of jesus in genesis 2 verse 18 the very first time that we ever saw what was not good in scripture And funny enough, it had nothing to do with sin. It had nothing to do with iniquity. And God, having made man, said to himself, let's read together. And the Lord said what? It is not good that man should be a what? Alone. In this journey, I have said you'll be settled. But in this journey, being alone may be catastrophic to what God wants to do. And God says, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him what? comparable to what to him the question is who can you call your helper in this season where god is saying we need to be able to be able to have the 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 foresight to be able to choose a winning team who is truly your partner and let's not miss it there are things in life like pastor said on sunday i think maybe on wednesday there are things in life that it may not necessarily be your bloodline, your relative, your wife, your husband that will help you accomplish it. He was sharing to us and he was saying when, when, when Abraham wanted to go and uh, sacrifice his son, he necessarily did not have to tell his wife. Because maybe in that area of life, she may not be the best team partner to work with. And so we must understand that as we go, it is not good for man to work. To be what? Alone. Tell your neighbor it's not good to be alone. It is not good to be alone. Now, Ecclesiastes 4, give us verse 7. Let's just look at it carefully because for all we have read in Ecclesiastes, it did not start by telling man why he needs to team up. First, the writer of Ecclesiastes started by telling man why it is dangerous a place to be alone. The Bible says in verse seven, and the writer who was a wise man said, I have returned and I saw vanity under the world, under the sun. Give us next verse, verse eight. The Bible says in verse eight, give us verse eight, please. Bible says there is one that is what? Please read. There is one that is what? Alone. Does he have a teammate? Is it teaming up with someone? The Bible says, and the writer says, I have seen something that is not good or a position that any man should not find himself. And in the next verse, he says, there is one that I found that is alone without what? Companion, without a teammate. He's pursuing the success of life, but he has no one he can call on. He has no one he can depend on. And the Bible says this in itself is what is vanity. It's a dangerous place to be. That it will come to a point that you will find no one to be with. And so he says, I have found under the surface of the earth that there is one that is alone without companion. He has neither a son. He has no brother. Yet there is no end to his what to all his labor nor his eyes satisfied with riches. We're going to stop there. But the essence of this is saying that it is not truly a good place to find yourself where all you have is being alone. Pastor was talking to us on Sunday as far as John Peter was concerned. The Bible says it came to a point where God was able, ready to answer the prayer of Peter just like you and I. That it got to a point where the net of his breakthrough broke It will get to a point where what God wants to deliver to you, you may not have the capacity to receive it by yourself. That it will require you to put a call through to someone. Peter put a call through to his business partners and they answered him immediately. It will get to a point in life you will be shocked. You may have 1,000 contacts on your phone, but there will be times in life where you will need something. You will call the 1,000 of them and none of them may show up. A very dangerous place to be. You will call 1,000 and none will show up. The Bible says it is a very bad place to be that you are alone and no one to call on. A time will come like like the the, the widow where where the prophet visited. and said, the time of your trouble have come. The time to elevate you have come. The time of your poverty have come. I'm going to give you increase that you cannot bear. And the prophet said to the woman, but you have a responsibility. As many empty jars you can get, so also will determine the weight of your blessing. And the woman began to put calls through and people came to her beck and call. And they were giving her empty jars for that miracle that a time will come that you don't have anyone to borrow you an empty jar it's a very bad place to be and so it is important in this season as we are teaming up that you understand the essence of building relationship because it is not enough to have friends but the friends you will call that will answer you in the times of trouble and that is why the bible says is there is a friend that sticks closer to a word to a brother, that you make a call and no one will answer you. Have you ever tried it? The very fact that you see people going up and down doesn't mean they have relationship. That you see, ah, this sister she's always going up and down. It will come to a point that people are just accommodating you You because know the difference. That people are not accommodating you, that you are just friendly. It's not enough. Relationship means when you call, I have someone to join, there's a team I need to join, they will come and they will answer you. Oh, I heard you are setting up something. You know you've been my friend and I'm a very good graphic designer. Let me join the team. And the person will tell you, you know, I know you are good, but I have someone else already. It's because there is no relationship to accord you that position or that place. Bible says, He that must show himself, that he that must show himself friends, he that must have friends must show himself what? First, you must be friendly. Pastor was teaching us on Wednesday. He says, Are you, if, if, you, are, if you are calling, if you are trying to call a team, are you, there's something we said, I, I can't, sir? Are you yourself qualified? Are you yourself? Are you friendly enough that when people are calling team members, the very first thing they will remember you? I had a conversation with someone some before the message, sir, uh, and it happened that a person called me and said, I'm in a very, very short fix now, and I need to make decisions as soon as possible. I'm called to make a team, and the team I have made, and there is someone that is going to head the team, but the rest of the people say they don't want to be part of the project. So you must find, are you truly of yourself friendly? Because it's not enough to have contact and to go up and down. It's more of relationship. That you are seated close to someone doesn't mean he will answer you in the time of trouble. The Bible says only a brother comes for the days of adversity. You will choose a winning team in the name of Jesus. I say you will choose a winning team in the name of Jesus. And so it's important that we understand as far as teaming up is concerned, you must first look inward to yourself. Can people call me to any assignment that they want to do? Or if you call people, will they truly answer you at the and call? Let's go back to scripture. Let's go back to Ecclesiastes chapter 4. And so in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, the, the wise man was writing. And having established the very, very bad state of being alone... And having established that, he then began to tell us the essence and why we need to truly team up. On Wednesday, as we were driving home, my wife and I were discussing about the message. And one of the things she started to share with me about her business partner, who is very resourceful in everything she does. And so she said, I always need this person because as far as my work is concerned, she's someone I can always run to. But she has some attitude that I cannot really bear with. And so i am thinking should i let her go or should i not let her go in life we will discover that as far as teaming up is concerned not only are you enough qualified to call on people we must have the understanding that building relationship is also important there are relationships in the past because of people's attitude we have burnt down the bridges to the point when you call they may not answer and so some of us want to build things but we don't maintain relationship for five years you will not call anyone And when you need people, you will call. Those things don't work that way. Every, the best of man requires a form of communication. Every relationship you build, you have the responsibility to keep fueling it. Amen. So whether it's a relationship with the Holy Spirit, with your spouse, with your partner, no man is perfect for you to be able to manage people so that a time will come when you call upon them, they will answer. And so the wise man, having established that, gave us four reasons why if you do not team up, it may be catastrophic to the very pursuit of what we want God to do. Let's look at the four of them, and they are very interesting. Number one, he talks about the power of more. Secondly, the power of more, the Bible says, and it speaks about the power of more. Let's look at verse 9 of Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 9. In verse 9, so the writer began to put them one perspective to the other. And in verse 9, he says, two are better than how many? Are better than one because they have good reward for their work, for their labor. We're going to take them one after the other. First, he speaks about the power of more. Give us next verse, verse 10. Secondly, he speaks about the danger, the possibility of adversity in the journey of life in verse 9 he says for if they fall so there is tendency in this journey we may fall he says but if you've not teamed up or set up a team he says is that verse 9 give us so two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor next thing he says for if they fall possibility that you are alone now you don't have issues is okay but he's saying that the time will come that you may fall he says, if one fall, if they fall, one will lift up his what? his companion. Woe unto him who is alone at that point. Pastor, I'm not very good with people. So that is why I always love my space. For now, it may be good. But a time will come where adversity will come. No one to pick you up because you think it's good enough to be on yourself number three he speaks about the seasons of life and that is in verse 11 he went ahead and said in verse 11 multimedia please help us he said again there's another example why you need to team up if they lie down together one will keep the other warm but if they lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone there will be times in life as he speaks about seasons that this season may be good enough that because it is still hot weather, you, your body can adjust to it. But there are seasons in life where the money will stop. Where, the, the, where everything that is growing now may stop. And the season will come and you'll find no one to call on. Number four, he speaks about the battles of life. Verse 11. In the battles of 11, he says this is another reason why teaming up is okay. He says, again, verse 12. Please help us, verse 12. I beg your pardon. In verse 12, he says though one may be overpowered by what another let's read the rest together two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken so you may fight battles now the reason why you are not winning is not sincerely that you cannot win by yourself you are only winning the battle that is enough for now But perhaps you have teamed up with some people. The battle you lost yesterday may have been nothing to compare to the battle that you have a companion with. And may the Lord open our eyes this morning in the name of Jesus. Now let's take them one after the other. Number one, the power of more. Verse Verse 9 speaks about that. The power of more. In verse 9, he says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their work, for their labor. Now, think for a moment the success that you have now. Just think for a moment. If the success is good, bless God for it. If the success is not good, still bless God for it. But think for a moment where you are now. And think for a moment again. If you can think for a moment how you could have found someone to partner with whatever you are doing most likely will have been doing better than we are doing now do i have a witness and so he says two are better than what than one one key example is what we read last week in luke chapter 5 verse 6 and verse 7 when pastor was reading the account of peter so the success that we have now it will come to a point that that fishing some 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 um kennel loads of fish may be enough But the Bible says it got to a point where the fish, where the net was, broke. The scripture says, and when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was what? Breaking. Now, do you know the danger if you catch a lot of fish and you see that the net is breaking? If the net breaks to the end, what happens? The fish, every labor that you have done will become what? Nothing. So you can labor and you find out that you are laboring but you are having no result. The Bible says for the foolish laborer for he knoweth not the way to the city. You don't know the way, you don't know who to call. So all you do is to do what? To labor. There are times in my life that I've come to a point where I just see information that have been 3 weeks tail oh, when did this come out? They say it's been up for three weeks now. Your, your friend had it. And because I wasn't connected to the friend, I had no information. The net came, the fishes came, the net broke, and I had nothing in my hand. And so the Bible says, and the net started to break. Give us the next verse in verse seven. So the Bible says, so they signal to their what to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so they began to sink now don't take this for granted the bible says they called on their partners and they did what did they come for help or not did they come for help or not now don't take this for granted that you call some people and they will come for help if you don't build relationship you will call and no one will answer you you will have your net break and you will have nothing they will rather watch you have nothing that come to share in your spoil And so relationship is very important that as we come to team up, you build a team today. Once that success is over, we leave the team and we forget about the team and we'll go and build another one. Thinking that you will never need the people that helped you in the first success. The very very fact that they helped him in this boat, Peter may say, I have gotten all the fish for my lifetime. And then he will go about spending the money of the blessing, which is good but the wise man say a time will come seasons may change, the fish you have now may finish and you will need that same team again, if you make little of the teams of yesterday, you will call but no one will answer, that will not be a portion in the name of Jesus Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 30 giving us the indication that there is power in more tells us how could one chase how many a thousand and two shall put how many to flight Ideally, two must chase how many. Mathematically, two should chase how many? Two should chase how many? 2,000. But there is a mystery in teaming up that you may not understand. That what you have now is enough. But if you are able to bring people to help you, there is a mystery that you will not have 2,000. There will be a replication of 10,000 that you will have. Maybe the reason why you are not succeeding right now in your career and your business is because we are not getting people to help us in what we are doing. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. He says, two shall put 10,000 to flight. Now, as I was studying this scripture, something struck me for the first time. One shall chase a thousand, two shall chase how many? The Bible says, read the next line. He says, unless their rock are what? had sold them and the and the lord had what surrendered them give us the next verse verse 31 verse 31 bible says for their rock is not like what our rock even our enemies themselves can judge so in all this, he says there is a backing from heaven that makes the two thousand two to chase what ten thousand. Because there is a rock that backs whatever we are doing. So two shall one shall chase a thousand, and two shall chase how many ten thousand. Give the Lord some praise in the house this morning. 2 Kings chapter 2, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 3. I will not bore you. We've read that before. As a story of the woman, you can put up the the, the scripture. As a story of the widow came, the Bible says, and uh, Elisha told her there is a success and the prayers that have been answered. But in this prayer, you will need jar. There is a teaming up that you have to do. And the Bible says he said, go borrow a vessels and borrow not a what a few. The Bible says, then he said, go borrow vessels from every world, everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Do not gather just a what? Just a few. He says for your neighbors, there are some of us here, our neighbors, we, we, we may not have relationship with them, but sometimes you may not have to stay with some people, but there are sometimes you have to even key in to even know what one person or the other are doing sincerely if you ask in church now as much as we sit there are people who don't know what the next person is doing for a living a time will come where you have breakthrough in your boat the person seated beside you may have been the person to call but you call every other friends but you forget and not knowing that the person beside you in church has all the capacity to help you in that breaking net may the lord help us in the name of jesus number two let's go to verse 10 of Ecclesiastes 4, verse 2, the Bible, the, the wise man talks about help in adversity, why we need to team up. He says, listen as much as we are doing well. He says, for the time will come if they fall, one will lift up his what? His companion. He says, but woe to him who is alone when he falls for he has no one to help him. Have you ever been in a situation where you truly need something and you don't know who to call. Do I have a witness? You don't know absolutely who to call. And the only thing you can do for that moment is call who can be your prayer partner. At least let the prayer be helping us until we we'll find someone to call. Amen. And so you find that, that you do not have anyone to call. And so the writer of Ecclesiastes was saying, A time will come in the, in the event of life where falling may not be what you really want. But falling may just be part of the journey to success. The problem may not be that fa- the fact that you fall, because it's a journey to success. The biggest of all these problems will be that when you fall, there will be no one you can call on your contact list to help you up. And so, if you have teamed up with the right people, falling will not be an issue. As you fall, they will raise you up. Joshua, uh, sorry, David fell at some point. The Bible says, and he was crying and crying with his men. But when he found courage in the Lord, every other man around him also did what helped him to accomplish that, that rising. And may that be a portion in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 17, verse 17. Before we read that, i share a story quickly about someone... Someone in my office. It got to a point where there was a department. There's a department where you need something. It's just a, de- a unit of maybe five people. It got to a point where you send someone go to that department, take this request, let them treat it and return. The person will go, take that journey, and then return. And guess what he says? He will say, "He will say there is no one around to solve my problem." And then you will go to, you will go, you will, you, you will go with the person, and you find out that people are actually seated but he did not meet any of those four he was only looking for one man to help him solve the problem and because that fellow was not around as far as concerned there's no one in that team because he's the only one that can release his heart to anything that you do and to god as god will have it as god will have it which we never prayed for it got to a point that this young man had a cancer a liver issue i beg your pardon and we got a call on the Monday morning that he's not coming. To, he has not been for, to work for over one month, and it was revealed that he had a liver issue. And someone came and said, "We need to raise money for this man because he has been the very best of every team that we had here." And within one hour, within one hour, people were not giving money because they, 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 they people, we've had such issues where they was called, they were called for money, and people did not show up. But in this case, because he's a member of a team that was very resourceful, people contributed far beyond what was set at the original point. It will come to a point where in life you will discover that if you do not have any value to give anyone, people will only keep you because you have value to give. The moment they find out that you have no value to give, sincerely, they will let you out of that boot. And so if you have to team up, be asking yourself, what do I have? Give Jesus praise in the house and this was one of the things we learned on Wednesday what value do you, will you bring to the table when you are called you see when we talk about we talk of such things like this it looks like some things we should be holding in seminars but Jesus when he was speaking said that the children of the world have become wiser because they know these things more than we do We read of a story the other time, a man whose job was supposed, was almost over in scripture. Jesus said, the man discovered that if I lose my job now, if I have to start this journey again, I have no team, no relationship at all. And so he got to the point where truly adversity had come, but he had no one to help him up. The scripture says within a very short period of time, he built relationship that will help him at any point in time. And he not only did he build relationship, he was able to preserve his job. And Jesus said concerning that man, he says, this is how we should be acting because this is how the men of the world act. They understand that seasons will come where what you have will not be able to sustain you. Seasons will come when you fall out of those ladders, but you will need men to raise you up again. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Luke 16 verse 8 to 9. Let me just show you that scripture. Luke 16 verse 8 and 9. Luke chapter 16 verse 8 and 9. Listen carefully. Bible says, so the master commended, was the servant, was he a just one? Was he a just servant? Bible says he commended the unjust steward because he had dealt shrewdly. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in their generations than the sons of what? Sons of light. May not may that not be our portion in jesus name give us next verse then jesus giving advice says for i say to you make friends for yourself by the unrighteous mammon that when you fail they may receive you into their everlasting world homes he's an unbeliever so i have no portion with him it has nothing to do with belief that you build relationship and teams that will help you up The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Is someone blessed this morning? Let's go to the next one. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 11. As we take the last two before we close. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 11. As we look at the weathers and and seasons of life. The Bible says Ecclesiastes is saying again, the wise man, again, if two lie down together, they will keep what? Keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? How can one be what? One alone. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Help us. And so the writer of this scripture was writing based on the seasons of the times. The scripture says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest time, cold and what and heat, winter and what summer, and the day and the night shall not what shall not cease. Take it, don't take it for granted. You may be in the cold season now and you think you have no need of anyone at this point. In this season, the Lord has blessed me so much. So I have no need of warmth as far as I'm concerned. The scripture is telling us that there is seed time and there is what? Harvest time. That you are sowing now and you are alone. People are not, you are not connecting to people because you think they are alone. They are in their seed time. They are sowing at the moment. A time will come where they will reap harvest and they will not have you in their boat. He says there will be time for winter and there will be time for summer. As much as it is, we need to understand that we need as much as the team that we are is concerned, we need to keep the relationship because a time will come, seasons will change. And when, you, when seasons change, whoever is remaining in the boats that have helped you success, that helped you to the success where you are at that point, maybe who will be remaining at the end of the day. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, let's just take the last one as we bring this to a close. Ecclesiastes 4 and verse 12. This is what the scripture says. Genesis 4 verse 4, there's something the Bible says there. The Bible says, and when God called Abraham... Listen, he says, and Lot went with him. I'm going to come back to that. When God called Abraham, who went with him? Lot went with him. In Genesis 4, verse 12, he says, Then one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly what, broken. One may be overpowered. The reason why I can't fight this is because I am alone. The reason why the issue is beyond me is because I am what? Alone. He says, if you can find someone to talk to, it's a very popular saying. A problem shared is what? A problem shared is what? A problem have solved. And someone make a joke out of it. A problem shared is still your problem. Praise the Lord praise the lord but the, the the whole essence is a problem that is shared is what is half solved that you are not talking to someone is because you do not have a relationship of who and who to call at that point the bible says two don't one may be overpowered by another two can withstand him and if you now have a threefold cord it cannot easily be what be broken The Bible says in Genesis 14 verse 4 that I I read earlier, the Bible says, and a time came when the Lord God called Abraham. And the Bible says, and Lot followed him. And there were successes that were recorded to Lot and successes that were recorded to Abraham. The Bible says, a time came when Lot and Abraham were doing business together that the earth itself could not accommodate that which they have made. So if it was Abraham alone, maybe the story may have changed. Abraham may have had enough riches to accommodate the land that he was. But as long as Lot was with him, the Bible says they increased that the land could not accommodate them. To someone here, the Lord is speaking to you. You are doing so well, but you need a lot to help you increase. You are doing so well, but you need Eve in your life to help you to multiply. You are doing so well like Moses, but you need, you, need, you need Joshua to hand over the baton to. You are doing so well like Jesus, but you need the 12 to help you along the way. A time will come like Jesus that you are crucified, but you have, you can't, you've carried the cross to some point and you have fallen. That men will come to your beckon and say, let me help you because you were a good man when you were still in the, in the ministry that will come to the point we understand the essence of teaming up because there is power in more. This morning, the Lord has a word for someone. As you go back home, we need to understand that if there are bridges that we have burnt down, it is time to rebuild those bridges. There are people you've not spoken to for many years. They may be the instrument that God may be raising to help you again. And so as the word of the Lord is coming this season, that we need to team up. The responsibility again is on us. As I said in the beginning, God appeared to Adam and never told him about Eve. It was his responsibility to find out that there was a woman called Eve. God called Moses. He never told him about Joshua. It was his responsibility to find out the leadership of Joshua. God called Jesus. He never gave him the twelve. He selected them by himself and together they did more to you i don't know what god is saying or who god is telling you to call but a team is required to do more as you do so the lord will bless you in the mighty name someone give jesus some praise in the house this morning as we close we'll take that scripture again ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 I'll read it again to your hearing to verse 12. This is a summary of the words of the wise man. Two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor. Next verse, the Bible says, For if they fall, one will lift up his companion, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Next verse, again, if two lie down together, They will keep warm, but how can one be warm alone? The next verse, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Rise to your feet and give God praise. Rise to your feet and give God praise for his word this morning. Why don't you lift your voice in the heavens and just say this prayer, Lord give me the power of more. Anywhere I need, anywhere I need a anywhere I need a team that I'm not able to identify, Lord give me the insight to select a team I understand that there is power of more anywhere I am falling. Lord, let me understand the power of relationship and let the people that I have helped or people whose team have been in in the past come to my back and call in the time of adversity. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. And so, Lord in heaven, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for this season which you are reminding us of the truth that there is power in more there is need to make and to raise teams to help us to accomplish that which the Lord has spoken. That in this season that the Lord is saying will be settled. That when the time comes when we need to borrow jars, that we'll find men that will come to our beck and call in the name of Jesus. That when the, the nets of our breakthroughs are breaking, that like Peter will call on our partners and truly they will answer us in the name of Jesus. Give us strength. This week we will go and we accomplish more by the reason of the companions that we keep in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for prayer answered for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Somebody give God praise in the house this morning. You may be seated. God bless you and God bless you indeed. We want us to keep reminding ourselves in this season where the Lord is reminding us of the reason to team up, that we need to understand that there is power in more. As we build relationship, I pray that the Lord will sustain it for our sake in the mighty name of Jesus.